Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Meraki Unboxed podcast. I am your host for this episode, Tanner. I am on the MX team, and today I am joined by Cameron on our mobile team. Cameron, today we are here to talk about the Meraki mobile app. Cameron, why don't you go ahead and give yourself or give us a little introduction here? Yeah. Hey, Tanner, thanks for the intro. I'm excited to be here and talk about the mobile app. Um, so my name is Cameron Moody. Uh, I am a member of our mobile app team, uh, on the product side, and, uh, I represent, uh, the feature side, uh, of our mobile app. So thinking about the main features that we deliver across the portfolio of our networking products and the main UI that it uses. Um, and <laughs> for those that don't know, uh, we have a mobile app. Uh, and I'm a little biased, but I think it's a great mobile app. Uh, and it's a great companion to the dashboard. Uh, and I hope that we'll talk a little bit more about what that means. Um, but yeah. Definitely don't think you're biased at all. I have been using the mobile app for a while now, and I am enjoying it. I think it's very easy to use. You guys have done a fantastic job. And I'm excited to talk a little bit more about it. So we definitely want to talk some more about what the mobile app is and what it does. Cause I do wonder how many of our customers don't know that it exists. And the fact that we have a lot more features coming out and we're going to talk about that today. So Cameron, I want to know from you, why do our customers love mobile now? Yeah. Uh, when I talk to customers who love the mobile app, uh, it's for, a few different reasons. The first one that I hear is just, it gives them an opportunity to do the things that they need to do when they're not at their computer. And that's kind of the most obvious one is when I'm not sitting in front of my desktop or my laptop, or maybe even when I'm up on a ladder or under a desk, this gives me an opportunity to have something a lot more convenient than just sitting down. Uh, a lot of folks also say, you know, it's fast, it's responsive. Uh, if I need a quick answer to things, I'm gonna go to the mobile app first uh, and see if that can resolve my problem. Uh, and if I really need to get in depth and I need all the knobs and dials, then I'm gonna go in depth into the dashboard itself. But we also have a lot of people who lean into the mobile app or feel you know, really reliant on it for installation use cases, setup, first time startup, uh, the mobile app is really great at providing that for, you know, use the camera on your device to scan the barcode, uh, get it up and going, uh, and ensure that your devices are online. And you really only need that quick information, uh, especially when you're starting up. Uh, but more and more, we're also leaning into uh, more detail and uh, getting in depth and really getting into those configurations. So. Uh, looking forward to talking more about those too. But uh, those are some of the things that customers love the most. And I'll say maybe to round this out at three would be like alerts is let me know what I need to know when I'm not at my computer without having to sign in and check. And that's a really big one for them. I know that I have, I've used it to bring my new cameras online, bring on my sensors and having multiple, you know, somewhere um, you know, if you put it in order for cameras and sensors, you're probably going to be getting quite a few of them. Leveraging that camera is 
on the phone is super cool. Um, and with the more and more technology that the phone providers are putting out, you know, it just makes sense that we that we have it there. And I'm excited to get to use the mobile app some more too. And um, I've used it a lot to when I'm away, I set my cameras up to to monitor my apartment and just have that there on my phone. If I get a motion alert, pull out my phone, bam, open up the app. There it is. I can check it at any time. So I'm definitely loving the mobile app. So what are what are the guiding priorities that you guys are seeing for the mobile app? What is driving you guys forward? Yeah. Uh, so what's driving us forward right now uh, is giving customers tools that they need. Uh, think in terms of tooling. Think in terms of uh, speed and responsiveness and delivery of information. So I would say one of our primary uh, priorities right now is better alerting, more completeness of information that's being delivered so that you can either see the information and act on it or see the information and not even have to open the dashboard or the app at all. Uh, if the notification is complete enough, then you may be able to just rest assured and not have to deal with the dashboard at all. And we would love to make that uh, possible and reliable for our customers to do. We also recognize that there's a whole lot more that can be offered in terms of configuration. And we've added a lot of configurations recently as well. Uh, we've really fleshed out administration and our SSID configuration has gotten better as well. And there's a lot of things that customers can do there, but a lot more things that we'd like to add too, because configuration can be such an important component of troubleshooting. So if you get an alert and it tells you that something needs to be fixed, and it's going to require you to maybe change a policy uh, or change some of security settings, then we want to make sure that you have the tools necessary to do that too. Uh, so I would say alerts and configuration are some of the biggest things that are driving our development priorities right now, um, as well as just stability and quality as well. Awesome. And so what... Um... What are some of those new configuration features that you've added? Can you give us a couple? Yeah. Uh, one of the things that customers have been asking us for the most is uh, visibility into admins. They'll say to us, like, hey, I'm running into uh, people in the hall who let me know that maybe they're uh, locked out of their account or they should have access to something or maybe their level of permission is not what it should be. Because uh, there can be a lot of technicians working on a site, depending on you know our users' uh, deployment, uh, because they tend to be person-to-person -person interactions when dealing with administrators. That makes it personal, and our devices are personal, and they're with us when those conversations happen. We want to make sure to give them the opportunity to respond to that when they're actually being asked by a person and say, "Yeah, it's done. I pulled it out, and I changed what you need." Those so, water cooler conversations that um, you probably won't have your laptop during. Exactly. The the very same kind of conversations that we run into in the office at Meraki and want to be able to say, uh, man, I wish I could just fix that right now. Uh, we are trying to make those kinds of things available. And so uh, administration is one of the ones that we just added. And uh, we have a whole lot more just around the corner as well. Fantastic. And 
just to just to confirm with you, this is not it's not intending to replace the dashboard altogether on mobile. It's more there acting as a companion to that dashboard to complement it and fit certain mobile use cases, right? Yeah, that's a really great question. And oftentimes a pretty major uh, question that we get around the intended purpose of the mobile app. Uh, I would say that probably the most common request that we get for the app is just do the same thing that the dashboard does in a mobile app. And this is an interesting request. I think it's totally valid. Uh, oftentimes I need to just do the things that the dashboard can do while I'm on the go. And we've also heard customers say that the mobile web experience is really not sufficient for that. There's some sizing that happens on the screen. The app is more responsive. It looks better. It fits the screen better. And as a result, I'd like to be able to do the same things, but in a mobile interface. However, uh, the intent for the mobile app is not to do 100% of what the dashboard does. That's the purpose of the dashboard. And in order to satisfy that use case on mobile, we want to make sure that the mobile web experience is also good. And that's another track of work that we're trying to make great as well. And we want there to be really seamless handoff between the app and the web. But the app can do some things that are really unique. And that's what we want to lean into. And so we're thinking about this concept of a companion. A companion to the dashboard means that if the dashboard can do, you know, 100 things and the mobile app can do 25, 30 things, maybe 10 or so of those will be overlapping, but the others will be brand new use cases. We want to unlock new things that users can't do in the dashboard right now that makes their lives even easier and unlocks things that you could never do with a web tool. The fact that it's an app and you know a native client on your phone unlocks a lot of things that the web could never do. You can use your camera on your phone in order to scan things in order to detect devices or know what you're working with. You can use the cellular capabilities on your phone when you're not online in a way that would be much harder on say like a desktop where you're going to be more reliant on like the Wi-Fi uh, or your LAN connection. And you can potentially bridge connections. You can connect directly to devices over wireless. Uh, your phone is a very active participant in the network. It also has these concepts of physicality, like geolocation. It has GPS built in. It's got all these like cool technologies like accelerometers uh, and the GPS chips and the sensors that it has. And we're looking for ways that we can take those and have it really enhance things that you need when troubleshooting your network. So as well as the fact that it's kind of always with you. And that's really the most important part of the app. It's always on hand. It's always in my pocket. And so when I need to know something, the information can get delivered to me wherever I am, whenever, uh, and then I can act on it from there. And, and alerts are such a huge part of that. And the alert story is really not complete unless we're delivering that to you when you need it. Fantastic. And so um, you did mention that there were some challenges with, with the mobile 
or with mobile chats, excuse me, challenges specific to mobile. So I'd like you to, to talk about those a little bit. So what are some of those current mobile challenges that your team has run into? Yeah, so uh, there are a couple different challenges. Um, the biggest one that affects our customers is probably the, the web experience for mobile. Uh, so if I pull open my phone and I go to dashboard.meraki.com and I pull it up on the web, uh, you're going to be running into an experience that's not uh, optimally sized for mobile screens. And that's because the dashboard is very complex uh, in terms of what it can present. We do simple, but we deliver a lot of power. And because there are so many things that the dashboard can do, so many knobs and dials and so many products that you can interact with, it was not purpose-built for mobile screens. And we're working hard to resolve that and make that better. We want that view to be good and responsive and simple, uh, but we have to rethink a lot of the UI in order for that to make sense. And so we're working hard to ensure that that web experience is good as well. But then uh, that also brings us to the app side. So for the things that the web cannot do, there are things that the app can. Uh, so there are things on the app in particular that we really want to resolve and make better. And some of the things that we've heard the most uh, are things like, don't log me out. Uh, that's a big one. And <laughs> we're working on that right now. People are used to sort of having your phone in your pocket. And uh, if I pop open like Facebook or LinkedIn uh, or any of my main apps that I'm checking on a daily basis. Already logged in. Already logged in. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I authenticate once and then uh, I'll <laughs> ideally never have to do it again unless like they have a major update or like a security thing that I have to comply with and uh, then I can satisfy that. Um, and especially given the fact that, you know, mobile is even more secure than the dashboard uh, because you have opportunities to use like face ID and fingerprint mm -hmm. for bio auth. And I can truly validate who I am and it's sticking with me. This isn't like a, a shared laptop or desktop. So I would, and I'm glad you brought it up because I was going to ask about the use of the biometric security, you know, fingerprint, face ID. Yeah, so I, that's cool that we're going to be, that we're looking into adding that. But we have it, actually. It's oh, we have it. Now. Fantastic. Yeah. If you're not using it now, uh, turn it off. It's it, Turn it on. It's in your settings screen. Um, so if you're on an iPhone with Face ID, we support that. And if you're on an uh, Android device with fingerprint, uh, we support that. I have some updates to make to my phone and my app configuration then. Fantastic. Yeah, it's a really great uh, experience. And what we want to do is also ensure that if you are using biometrics, then that will allow you to satisfy your two-factor authentication, uh, make the login so much faster. And in the times that you do get logged out, we want to make sure that the re-login experience is really seamless and that it's taking you no more than a second or two to get back in. Um, but you know, back to that, that point that we were talking about before, you really shouldn't be getting logged out as often as you are. Why does that happen? Well, so the reason why this is sort of a challenge right now is that the dashboard is an enterprise tool. Uh, and unlike these uh, services 
like the Amazon app or Facebook or LinkedIn, which are more like uh, end user tools that are mm -hmm. sort of like personal services, uh, you tend to have a lot of administrators and a lot of people who are dealing with uh, secure, uh, sometimes confidential information on the network. And because of that, there are a lot of security factors that are sort of baked in to the way that we handle accounts. And so we have things like idle timeout uh, on the dashboard to ensure that if you're logged in for X number of hours or minutes, then your account is going to be logged out. And not just logged out, but fully deauthenticated across all platforms. And that extends to mobile in ways that users may not necessarily expect. And it's not necessarily intuitive that it's going to extend from dashboard to mobile that way. So uh, we want it to fit a little bit more with the user's expected behavior. So we'd like to get to a point where you're not getting logged out if you don't want to get logged out, but you're also using the most secure methods for logging in uh, for two-factor uh, and that it's only really like authenticate once, don't get logged out, but rest rest assured that it's secure and it's in your pocket and nobody else is going to get in if they're not uh, you. Now, because I brought up a feature that I was hoping to see, it turns out we already have it, moving in on that, what kind of features can we expect to see coming around the corner? Uh, what are some of those new things you guys are planning on bringing in? Yeah. So we just shipped admin management, which we were excited about. Uh, other things that we're looking to target soon that we've been getting a lot of requests for uh, are um, support cases. Uh, this is something that we really would like to provide uh, as soon as possible. Uh, this should be relatively easy, and we are uh, excited to bring that to users pretty soon. Uh, not only should you be able to uh, use your phone for seeing your support cases, but a major use case is like, I'm on the go and I need to respond to Meraki support when they've sent me a message. So I want to receive an alert uh, when they've responded to me. Uh, maybe that's a push notification, maybe that's an email, uh, but at the very least, uh, <laughs> like I wanna be told when they respond, uh, so that I don't miss them uh, when they're there and they're being responsive. Uh, and, you know, that's like a uniquely mobile on the go kind of use case. Uh, so not only do we want to make sure that you can submit, but we want to make sure that you're being told uh, when you're getting the responses to the things that matter. Um, and that is just a example of some of the things that users have been asking us for. Um, but there's another big one um, that we're really excited to say. Uh, actually, at the time that we're recording this now, I, I think that we've just released to general release sort of the new look and feel uh, in the app. Uh, for lack of great uh Yeah, yeah, it's very exciting. Uh, huge shout out to everybody on the mobile team that contributed to this. But uh, you may have seen that the dashboard web has been going through sort of a facelift over the last several months. Uh, there are a lot of changes to like the navigation and sort of the colors and fonts and things like that. Some of the icons have been sort of changed. Uh, yeah, so in the same way the dashboard's going through uh, this overhaul, we've done a huge overhaul on the mobile app side as well. Uh, which not only makes it feel a lot more modern, but it also brings it a lot closer to the dashboard. Uh, the look and feel between dashboard and the mobile app for a long time had been 
sort of split. Uh, mobile had its own personality, uh, and it still does, but it's using a lot of the same components that the dashboard was. Uh, its own colors, it's uh, it, or same colors, same icons, uh, and it's sharing a lot of that look and feel while also relying on components that are just snappier and more responsive. So the backend actually allows the app to be a little bit faster and more responsive. And we fixed a lot of things that just didn't make sense from a UI perspective. So you'll see maybe inconsistencies in wording that have been resolved uh, or buttons that maybe uh, looked one way on one page and a different way on another. And we've managed to converge those so much more than they were before. Uh, and so it's uh, version 4.78.0, uh, which uh, comes out, I think it was uh, August 28th uh, is the launch date for that for general release. Uh, and you're going to see a huge overhaul to the look and feel of the app uh, across all of the screens. Uh, and it's actually also bringing a couple new features too. And today is August 28th. You were correct. So we can expect to see that today that's fantastic yeah very exciting uh it's been a lot of a lot of work to get that through and uh, i think that it should really make the app feel more responsive uh testing internally we've been anxious to get this out because it just feels so much better to interact with even than it was before uh very snappy very responsive and a lot easier to read uh better information density too that's that's a big one for me is i, I like to see more on the mm -hmm. screen but without it feeling sort of overwhelming uh so i think it does a good job uh with that and it's maybe a little bit more obvious like what the icons mean too i think it's a little bit more intuitive uh and accessible uh accessibility is another big one for us so uh while the mobile app for example has always supported dark mode uh, we also support uh colorblind modes uh, various major anomaly modes and the icons themselves uh, have a much better level of accessibility uh, and readability than they did before. Amazing. That's awesome. Um, so have you, has your team been working with the support team at all? Because you mentioned that you're looking at bringing about the ability to do, uh, to work on your support cases with Meraki support. Has there been any look into talking about maybe like a live chat with support, working with them at all uh, to develop that? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, what's interesting about that uh, is that maybe some folks know, maybe some don't. Uh, there is live chat in the dashboard, some. It's not on all pages, uh, but the dashboard actually does support live chat, for example, on our, our licensing pages, uh, because we have our uh, like dedicated services to licensing. It allows us to be very responsive to those kinds of questions, uh, and we're looking for opportunities to roll uh, the chat out a little bit more widely. Uh, but to that end, because we uh, have sort of built this backend, we're trying to think, what is a really great mobile support experience feel like and uh we want to not just ship the ability to you know deliver an email slash web support case update uh which we do care about <laughs> and we'll bring that first but we want to mm -hmm. think what is it what is a great like target uh for a support experience feel like and uh chat is one of those ones that's on the list uh or like how do we reduce the time spent waiting uh, on calls. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes customers will really have to wait on hold uh, for support cases. 
Uh, what if they didn't have to wait on hold? What if we could call them back? Uh, what if we could uh, send them notifications uh, or you know, push notifications through the app to let them know that something has updated uh, or allow them to authenticate, uh, confirm they are who they are when dealing with support uh, by using the app as sort of an identity service. Uh, these are things that would make the experience overall uh, a lot faster uh, and like reduce time spent waiting uh, for our customers and just make them uh, sort of get through support cases faster and get back to normal work. Mm -hmm. And those, I'm glad you listed all of those because when I was in support, those were the main pain points for customers. So I'm glad to see that those are continue to be at the top of our mind and, and be addressed. So um, Cameron, you also mentioned that a lot of these recommendations for the mobile app are coming directly from the customer. So how could someone download that mobile app and submit those recommendations if they if they find them? Yeah, so the mobile app is available on the Google Play Store and the iOS uh, App Store. Uh, you'll also find that we have a section on the community which talks about uh, the beta opt-in if this is something that customers are interested in doing. Uh, so if you check out the community and you go to the mobile app section, you'll be able to learn more about how to opt into that and sort of test these new versions. So like with the recent look and feel update, for example, uh, if they had opted into the beta, they would have seen that a couple of weeks before everybody else and would have had an opportunity to leave feedback uh, and feedback to your point uh, is best left uh, in the app directly under settings and then make a wish. And in here, there's a box where you can say, I wish that this app would, uh, and then you can write in. And we love this. I think that we could maybe show a little bit more feedback to show uh, <laughs> that when something gets submitted there, it does matter. Like we're really reading these things. Our entire team uh, gets these directly. It sort of messages, messages us directly in our messaging service internally whenever these things get submitted. And we have conversations about these every single day. Uh, we talk about the things that customers want and we categorize them and we stack rank them. Uh, and we have a great backlog of mobile enhancement requests. Uh, so it comes directly from this source as well as places like the section on the community dedicated to mobile uh, or when we talk to our customers directly uh, or bring them on for like research panels, we get those. But the real uh, meat and potatoes of it comes from Make-A-Wish. So if they get the opportunity to do so, please use Make-A-Wish to tell us uh, what it is that you'd like to see, uh, or you know, just, just leave your compliments there if you like <laughs> the app. <and laughs> the developers will see that and they'll, they'll feel great about that too. Um, to that end, actually, you know, I, I'm glad you mentioned, uh, if we think about the mobile enhancement requests, some of the, uh, some of the top ones that we've seen uh, is, as I mentioned, uh, log me out less. We're working on mm -hmm. that. That's one of our top priorities. Uh, the next one that we see, support contact, that's coming soon as well. Uh, one of the things that customers want most is make it easy so that it's easier to respond to emails and calls when I'm on the move. Um, and the third one is uh, switch ports. Uh, this is a really big one that customers want a better experience on. So let me see the names of my ports. Let me see the connection status. So like the usage and the, uh, the POE 
uh, or like CDP LLDP data on a given port. Uh, and with the new look and feel that we shipped in 278, we also shipped a huge improvement to switch ports. Uh, so this should satisfy awesome. our request too. Uh, really excited that we can kind of like knock a few off at the top. Uh, but we're now showing uh, a whole lot of like port status, port names, as well as interactive ports. Uh, the diagram of switches that we had in the app before, uh, you couldn't really interact with it. And the ports were basically like green or gray, but they didn't have a whole lot of nuance. But now you can sort of see whether it's uh, at a certain port speed, you can check the PoE status, you can see like the up down transfer rate. Uh, the device that was plugged in, if it's like an SFB module, uh, oh my gosh, it's night and day. It, like you wouldn't recognize the old version and the list is so much more readable. Uh, so I'm really excited that I, that I believe shipped today as well. So very excited for that one too. Um, public IP, I think was a big one folks had to ask mm -hmm. more, where it was like, uh, uh, I want to see the public IP address of all of my devices if they have one. Uh, we just we delivered that uh, a few weeks ago, so we're really excited for that. Um, and a bunch of push notification, like give me more details in my push notifications, and we're actively working on those too. Um, maybe one more shout out to MX loss and latency. Uh, we fixed a bunch with the MX loss and latency recently, so you can see that and actively monitor it. And we're going to be shipping uh, even more detail to loss and latency as well as uplink monitoring uh, pretty soon here too. So uh, I guess what I'm saying is use Make-A-Wish. We listen. <laughs> it's under the settings section. Use so it. if you get a chance, like all of us are listening and are categorizing those things and it, it matters and it really, really helps shape the things that we're delivering. Yep, with without our customers, without those people that are willing to submit that feedback and make those wishes, we'd be lost. We we'd have to figure it out all on our own. So we're definitely it's definitely good to have those people. And I'm glad that your team is benefiting from that. Um, I know that my team is also benefiting from those make a wishes. But so that actually brings me to a little bit of a call to action for our audience today. Definitely. If you use the Meraki dashboard and you're not always next to your laptop, download the mobile app. See how that mobile app can help you. Download that from the Android Play Store, from the Apple App Store, and give it a try. Log in, see if you can find something, and definitely submit that make-a-wish, submit that feedback to, to help out the mobile team because I know that they will greatly appreciate it too. And if you find something, send in that recommendation. Definitely do that. And also join the mobile app community. Talk with other people, talk with your Cameron's team, see what they're working on and talk with them about any issues you're having or any compliments that you have for the app, because I know that they would love to hear it. Right, Cameron? Absolutely. We also read every review <laughs> in the app store too. Uh, so if you leave us a review, we'll read it and we'll take it into account. Awesome. So that brings us to the end of our episode today. Cameron, thank you once again for joining us. Cameron from the mobile team. And download that app. Tell us what you think. See, what you, see how it can help you. There couldn't thank be a better time listening. to download it with the new one. So Exactly. Uh, absolutely. The, the newest version, I think uh, we're really excited to get in the customer hands and see how folks feel about it.
And I know that I'm going to be updating my app right after this episode because clearly I missed an update. So I'm going to go ahead and give that a try as well. Everyone, thank you very much for listening. And we will see you again in the next episode.